March 14, 2018, it's the Watt from Pedro show.
latest scheme is one confused dream is delusion or damn confusion lost in the plummet with senses dumbing I stumble bumble feel my focus crumble so to rally and sally forth and headlong headstrong I hustle and gather momentum to the vent I fumble and tumble many light years sideways now what does that mean to what my mind says at the wood and not the surface oh it says purpose so I think hard Hey, brother Matt, yeah. good to see you good again. Good to see you too. Yeah, we've had some rain, huh? Yeah, but it but didn't come too good. heavy, so no mudslides. Yeah, I think we got more coming. We got more coming, right? As long as it's a gradual. I've seen the Coast Guard out here doing some prac uh, with the helicopter and the. Yeah, I've been hearing copters. Well, yesterday because we had the clown in town. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glad he's gone. Uh, but glad to see you, brother Matt, and. Um, yeah, the, the new schedule. Now we're in the afternoon, people. This is yeah, kind of different. Got, Usually we're more of an A&M thing. Got big news today. Yeah. Uh, I, I went back to work for a month. That's right. why we made that adjustment. Because the yeah, hip rock. Yeah, yesterday, doctor put me back on leave. So I, as of today, I didn't have to have alarm clock. No more work. I am done with LAUSD. Whoa. It's lighting out for the rest of the semester. Yeah. And then it's all over. Retire? Yeah. 
But what, what about the doc putting you on the thing? Is there some hurts? Oh, mostly it just sucked going back to work. Yeah. But do, and, having... and plus, I, I was doing better when I was just doing physical therapy okay. and a water class. And what stuff, about the so numbness from the... It's still kind of dead. It's come back maybe a tiny bit. A little bit. But, uh, okay. but it's still better than the old hip. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. some good news, big news. And I'm very happy for you. Although I know, as a teacher, man, you fortified a lot of lives. Thank Much you. Much respect. Ready Much for a little respect. salute to those days on June 30th for a little party. That's right. Yeah. And you've already got something reserved up at the fort, yeah, right? Yeah, Where I do practice, the Angels Gate Cultural Center. What building? Oh, no. Uh, that's Osgood actually Farley, a, a Osgood Farley. Yeah, yeah, where the air raid took place last Actually, week. I was there for a year. And then I got moved oh. to the officer's latrine. That's bitching But place. I actually was in one of those <laughs> cement magazines. I think it'd be a cool spot for a party. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. June 30. Yeah. 30. Okay. Start off Chim Chim Cheree. We were given a little uh, spiel on that. You know, John Coltrane uh, turning that inside out. Uh, Henry Kaiser has invited yeah. me to come up city. He's living in Cruz, but he'll go up there and... So there's some cats want to do two John Coltrane albums live in front of people. Wow. But not not top 40 cover versions, uh, just like Here's the Doorway. Uh, now, you know, oh, bitching. Yeah, you know, and I told him I was too scared at first, but then he was talking about it, and maybe it's okay, you know, because wow. I got such respect for the man. Right. I don't want to look in soil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to soil soil myself. <laughs> Uh, but then we heard the uh, the island with Auto Flush, and that's on this label, Kingfisher Blues. And cool. our guest, Tim Clapp from up north, true north, Vancouver. Welcome. Uh, yeah, welcome. Tim. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tim, can you tell us, me and Brother Matt, your earliest musical memory? Oh, my gosh. Um, for me, I remember my dad was an oil painter, and yeah. he used to paint while listening to music and he did um a painting called for emily wherever i may find her and i remember being like three years old and he sat me down and he played me the simon and garfunkel tune and he showed me the painting and it's like one of the first memories i ever had was like you know looking at this painting and being like this music is this painting and it was a it was a real moment for me and it's it stuck with me like uh, connections, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now your pop used it like in the background while he's doing his work uh, or doing his art. Yeah. All same thing. Uh, was was there uh, just listeners? Was there players in the house? Yeah, we had a turntable when I was a a kid, and my parents had lots of like you know uh, like sixties, seventies records. Yeah, but did they play themselves? What's that? Were they uh, musicians? Oh, no, no, no. So My parents were not into... They were listeners, right? Yeah, yeah. They bought a few records back when they were in their 20s, and then probably the last album they bought would have been like about 76 or something. Oh, when I graduated high school. Yeah. And uh, that was not a good year in a way. <laughs> I think it was Boston, more than a feeling. Yeah. I can't remember. I went to this, some... Uh, the only time I ever went to a reunion, and they were playing music from that year. It was a couple of years ago, right, Brother Matt, at uh, Dalmatia Hall. Yeah. What we used to call Slav Hall. and Because uh, I'd never been to one. And the, you know what ended up being the only interesting thing was the big poster on a bulkhead that had cats who had passed away. 
Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Because the dudes that were still here weren't as interesting. I was thinking a lot more about the cats we lost. You know, D. Boom was one, of course, but other cats, Danny Karmelich, Dean Spondello, guys I hadn't thought about in a long time. And then the people there, except for uh, John DeLuca, cool people. Uh-huh. He's been seeing me. Yeah, John's cool. It was like, you know... Just like in those days, I did not exist. <laughs> I had a gig in Long Beach anyway, so I only spent a few minutes yeah. there. But, man, I'll never go to it. And they had some good muscatoli. Oh, yeah, that place rocks. And you know what? I always wanted to be in there. I always looked at it from the window. So. Mm. But anyway, um, what was the first uh, record you bought there, Tim? Oh, for me, uh, I think first album I ever bought on vinyl was uh, Astral Weeks by Van Morrison. Sure. Uh, that was back when you could buy it for like, you know, 50 cents at a thrift store. Sure. I'm 30 years old, so, you know, uh, back when I was like about 15 and I was, you know, I had a bunch of CDs and tapes and stuff. I don't really remember like the early CDs I bought, but I really remember buying my first LP because I went into, uh, you know, a thrift store and I thought, Van Morrison, this looks cool, and I put it on. And that was another transformative experience for me. I absolutely love that album still. He's a great singer, great singer. I heard a difficult personality, but a great singer. <laughs> I think that, uh, that this is a story that I've heard about Van Morrison, is that he watches a live DVD of himself before he goes on stage every night. And, and it has to be queued up to the exact same spot every single time. So before... <laughs> Uh, before he goes on stage, before he gets to the venue, one of his assistants is like running, is like pacing himself, like walking at Van's pace, like from where the limo's going to let him out all the way backstage and then into the dressing room. And he has to time it out perfectly so that when Van gets out of the car, he he has to walk into the dressing room and there's no one there but that DVD playing with the same song on it every time. So they be like, going to be like about five and a half minutes so they rewind it five and a half minutes and then as soon as he gets out of the car it hits start and then everyone scatters <laughs> yeah real relaxed sitch <laughs> anyway you mentioned cassette tim so i'm wondering if, if you were early on uh, a proponent of mixtapes absolutely yeah. i still make mixtapes but none of my friends can play them so i make <laughs> tapes for my friends and then i say you make playlists now <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> were you around for eight track days? I never had eight track tapes. <laughs> those were hard to record. They didn't make many of those. Trippy. Yeah, they were very hard to find the recorders. And then I, they would uh, cut uh, off in the strangest places, you know, time just <laughs> switch. Yeah, uh, you put it in and it jumps in in the middle of a song, right? Yeah, right, right. Well because it was it was time oriented, it was not event oriented. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we have um I work at a record store here in Vancouver. I'm at work right now. Okay. Um I work at Neptune Records in oh, Vancouver. Great place. And, uh, and there's a, uh, we save eight tracks for uh, Danzig because he buys eight tracks, collects them. Yeah. Every time he comes through town, he buys like every eight track we have. Wow. Well, <laughs> the one good thing about them in those days, you could play them in your car. They weren't really pushing cassettes yet. Yeah. They tried to push that thing. Anyway, let's go back to music and you. Did you have music in school? Um, well, we had, uh, I remember there was like a, uh, a thing in school where back in like elementary school where we had to like form a little band, but I remember no one could play anything. So we just had like, 
recorders and like one kid played a piano but i remember we did um recorder kind of like a flute right yeah like sort of like one of those little flutes they give kids but we did an instrumental version of um i think um forgot about dre forgot about dre by dr dre featuring eminem that's how not young i am (laughs) sorry i i know dre uh you know cold 40 freezing my balls was it straight out of cotton that's the dre i know i I know there was a dre before that too that wore a bodysuit look i want to play tim the mute right here anything you want oh my gosh here we go um i got a song called van which I, i like a lot well we're gonna play anything you want Yeah. 
we've mounted seed fades of dull dross off grounded banter snatches, as grappling under neon worms terribly aggrieved our opulent soured clans, massively bearing up ignorami that grovel before munificent bartenders, whose greasy oyster graves shred souls of a sharp assaultive silence, munched after delectables wriggle obliquely under blue simmering suns sloughing off gifted particle realms in pulses of bleak, divesting thoughts. A glow. Veritable microcosms of filth and miracles glistening with siren song, thereby to feed the boneless throngs writhing in her alluring shadow. None whatsoever are remotely aware of the cataclysm afoot. A copulating population that denigrates them damned ingrates stretching tensions in bending dissension downward by the boot, copping rations while stopping at distractions clowned in your face. Invisible targets then were heard, bubbling into unrelenting nothingness, keeping on into windward currents designed to repel and thwart. They wade into darkness, forging will into legendary deed despite duress, muscling ahead for nothing more than breath, favored with no other reward. An unintended will of nothing but sweated sinew and grit off the cuff, burgeoning outbursts of emotions without resolve or slimmest glimmer. Wanting for all but waiting for none is wasting the call, isn't fun enough. Sneaky fuckers crawling from seeking rays to singe fondly them sinners. Murky are the waters of dissolute intent, each breath a rasping agony, feeling the cold distances slide between opportunity and discovery, that blur one's ability to reach beyond aspiration from a cake that's already served, and to land ebulently on two feet with smiles and a warm hug again in her company. Which leaves us asking instead, who is this goddang zombie wafer? And whatsoever is this first utterance that issues forth. Doubly fuchit creer mockin' tube, terblonzimus mechasip nadun, tem skellum, deprits come deep to gene plock, coplu sto doctum mechipity blocks, gok gork, tony bloog, dixum plogum pleaktum tooth, ru pessum clob, def lussy abin double glop, Bumbidi Dwashuki Matragli Nasholum, Karam Fliffle Dum Kepani Daslul, Olopt, Blow Doof. So, you want to try and guess again?
people that was a uh, Tim the mute with anything you want uh, there was confusion in the title he thought I was actually asking f- for a suggestion from him about a Tim the mute track it turns out this track anything you want is the first Tim the mute release ever that's true and how did Tim the mute happen 
Well, I, I played in like a band in high school, like, you know, sort of a fun high school band. And then when I moved to Vancouver from the small town that I grew up in, Where was uh, I grew up in Roberts Creek, British Columbia. Okay. Uh, it's a really small town. It's is sort it of by, like a hip commune. Is it by Yellowknife? No, no, it's down, it's close to Vancouver. Is you have to by, take a ferry to get there, but it's, it it's almost, Banff? it's like a place since you left. Is it by Banff? Oh no, it's west. It's on the island? Yeah. So yeah, know. it's almost on the island. It's a peninsula sticking off the mainland. Okay. But, and, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I, this is the first release I ever did as Tim the Mute because I remember I was sort of in the process. I, I had just left this band I'd been in with my high school buddies for 10 years, and I was like 22 years old, and I was talking to one of my friends. He was going, oh, I can never finish anything. I'm having a tough time putting out, like finishing a record, putting something out. I said, you know what? It's so easy to do. I was like, just play me A and D over and over again, and I'll sing over it. And as soon as he did that, we recorded the, the song in about 10 minutes, and I just I recorded it on my phone, and I texted it to my email and sent it straight onto the pressing plant. And I said, look, in, in four weeks, we're going to have a box of records show up at the door now. And that's what happened. I came to his house with a bunch of records, and I said, look, it's easy to make a record. Now, now, Tim, is that the first Kingfisher Blues release? It is the third release I did. It, okay. But I basically sent the first. Because the other two releases were other people? Yeah, I did. Well, I did a record, uh, Teen Plaque. It was the second release I did. And that's me and uh, my friend Jamie, who plays in the band Shoo Shoo down in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and then... Um, with an X, shoo-shoo. Uh, X-I-U, X-I-U. Yeah, for a, li- for a little while, they had a bass man, Devin Hoff. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Which is a good friend of me and Nels Klein. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, great bass player. Yeah, from Colorado. Great, Yeah, great cat. Uh, in fact, we we got a project called the Emma Goldman Bust-Out Brigade that's coming out soon. Yeah. Do you say Emma Goldman Bust-Out Brigade? You, there's an echo here, brother. <laughs> yes, Unbelievable. And it's a totally improvised record with uh, myself, Devin Hoff, and Danny Frankel on the drums. And uh, you know, I've got to mix that this spring. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, Emma Goldman came to Vancouver at one point. Oh, I know that. And uh, the only Actually, photo she had to did, live in Canada because this country kicked her out. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a photo of her riding a bus in Vancouver. So that's part of the Emma Goldman bus stop brigade, I guess. Well, this is more like bust out, but it could be a bus stop. <laughs> That's interesting. Maybe it's like the, the yin of the yang, like you bust out, you bust stop. Anyway, we skipped ahead there because between playing recorder and coming up with the Dre cover and then your high school buddy band, how did you get into music, Tim? I in It's in a really sort of... Uh, a really sort of Asperger's way. I That's basically, right, I went to a grocery store and I just thought, wow, there's all these music magazines. I thought, I guess I'll get into music. And I just filled out a bunch of grocery store. cards on subscriptions for music magazines. So I subscribed okay. to, you know, Spin and Rolling Stone and BMJ New Music Monthly. And I just started like absorbing music like crazy. And then I thought, well, I definitely don't want to be like a music writer. I'm going to be in a band. And then if I fail, I can always be a music writer. <laughs> yeah, those are the two choices. Those are the only two choices <laughs> that I could have imagined. You never thought about Machinist Mate or Boiler Mate, Fire <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Okay. 
So, so this this is interesting. So, uh, what instrument do you decide to play? Well, I don't really play any instrument well. I, no, I, I played mean, at, the at, that, at that point. At that point, where you said you didn't want to be a rider. Yeah, I thought. I thought. Well, I didn't play anything, and I just thought I think I'll play guitar. It seems easy. Yeah. And turns out it was pretty easy. And I and I I still. I don't think I've gotten any better since like the second or third day that I started playing. But um, you, you hit you the know, plateau. Plateau. I plateaued, and I'm still riding that <laughs> wave. I got <laughs> I the, the G chord, and I play like the C add right nine under, chord. Right, right. Like that's those are the two chords I play. That's okay. It's all the white keys on the piano, almost. Yeah, I've got three albums, so. Yeah. They're basically all the same song over and over again. Okay, okay. Do you remember your first gig? you remember your first time playing in front of people, too? Oh, my gosh. That's a, a throwback. Back when I was, like, uh, like probably... Besides that school gig. Yeah, I, I think I was probably 15, I think. And we, uh, we, uh, we got this restaurant back on the Sunshine Coast where I grew up uh, called Pack Rat Louie's. They let us play. And I remember all of our friends came out from the high school, uh-huh. and they were mad at us after because our friends didn't buy any food or drinks. Well, how we old were they? They were probably high school. Yeah, I said, none of us have jobs. We're all 14. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any money. We can't drink anything. Ah, uh, but they probably said the magic word to you, draw. D-R-A-W. Where is the draw? <laughs> you yeah, had the was... draw, but the draw didn't buy. <laughs> That was before any concept that I would have had of yeah, right. being able to draw anything. So, but, so uh, were you scared? Was it a scary gig, though? Oh, yeah. We were definitely scared. Uh, the, okay. the guy who played drums with me yeah. is still one of my best friends. He had this drum kit that looked like a bunch of, like, conga drums turned on their side. It was mounted on this huge rack, and there was, like, maybe, like... Like taiko. Is that, is that... Yeah, it looks you, like a you taiko. Know, the Japanese... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Asia, looks like Korea, the, China. Yeah, you put them on the side, and then you beat them with big motherfucking sticks. Yeah, it looked like about two racks worth of these, like five toms on each rack. <laughs> How'd you fucking get them around? <laughs> we had to drive them in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he wasn't nervous. No, he, uh, drummers don't really get nervous, do they? <laughs> They're hard chargers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember being nervous, though, and I still get nervous now, but I'm sure. pretty, you know, I'm, I'm relatively confident. Now, Steve Hodges to... told me once, being a little bit nervous is like being a little bit excited. Yeah, thing. I think yeah, so. I think so. That's a good so. thing. Okay, so uh, this is all back. Uh, what was the name of this band? Did this band have a name? Yeah, we were called... Uh, the shiny diamonds. Shiny diamonds. Yeah. As a pole, opposed to the dull ones, right? Yeah, yeah, and that was from age thirteen all the way up to like about age twenty-two. Okay, okay, and then Tim the mute, and then the label. Okay. Yeah, and then Tim the mute, and then the label. I was just a young man back then. Yeah, interesting, interesting. What about what about gigs that you went to? Can you can you tell me the first concert you saw? Gosh. Probably the first concert I ever saw would have been, like, the Barenaked Ladies. Ah, they're Canadian. They're Canadian. They're big time. They're an arena band in Canada. So, like, <laughs> I got them play at an arena when I was, like, probably 14 or something. But the first, like, the first time I ever went to, like, a punk show, I think I went to uh, Warp Tour and saw, like, Bad Religion, No Effects, and, like, uh you know, less than Jake. Oh, yeah, and they're the ones that play every year. You know what I heard, though? This year is the last year. 
Oh my god! It's finally ending. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't I'm not sure if I would attend this year, but you know if they if they came back to Vancouver, they skipped us for a few years because right. um, I don't know why actually. I, you know, yeah, well, I don't think there's a lot of money to be made in coming to Vancouver. Well, I've always liked come to Vancouver. In fact, uh, my first Canadian gig was there. The oh really? Men, yeah, the Minutemen played with a band. Uh, believe it or not, I think they were called the Bill of Rights. <laughs> Oh, wow. Canadian cats, yeah. And it was in the part of Vancouver that's called Gaslight, Gaslamp. Oh, ga- uh, Gastown. Gastown. And there was a club, uh, it was near a place called the Town Pump. Oh, yeah. I the ended town up playing the Town Pump a couple times, too. Because yeah. that's where things happened in those days. The Town Pump was a very happening place because I, I collect uh, posters and stuff from bands. The, the Town Pump is always on, on posters from back in the day. I, I got some great recollections of there. But also places that are totally gone, like uh, Starfish Room. Oh, yeah. Tore it up, put in a condo. Those are, same with that. The first place I ever played, the first big show I played in Vancouver, My uh, we opened for the Pointed Sticks oh, yeah. for the first reunion show. Sure. And, uh, and that was at Richards on Richards. Which oh, is, yeah, uh, I got to play there a couple times. And, uh, and that's condos now, too. Is that gone now? That's condos now, too? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I played a couple gigs there. Richards on Richards. Richards on Richards. That was a trip because my pop, his name's James Richard Watt, but everybody called him Dick. So I said, like, whoa, Dick on Dick. <laughs> yeah, my pop never called a cock a dick. He always called it a hammer. <laughs> I got one of after the Navy, he did air conditioning, so I got one of his work. Pat, my pop was a dick. You know, I got a dick patch. <laughs> So that, that there's an endearing quality about that pad there. <laughs> Richard on Richard's like, my pop would have loved that. I yeah. never heard my pop call James once in his life. No, oh. n- nobody. Maybe no the Navy, Yeah, maybe the Navy called him that when, yeah. where I wasn't there. But I never heard him. Use, yeah, there's a weird thing. Sometimes uh, in the South, they, they'll give you a first name, but you're never going to get called that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. But So, so it goes. But... Yeah, so you did play Richard on Richards. I did play it one Richard time, on yeah. Okay, because it, it seemed like it was kind of a disco that they turned into a rock pad. Yeah, they used to have all sorts of stuff, but the, you know, That's some of right. the first shows I saw when I came of age in Vancouver, like age nineteen, I was going to see bands there, and uh, but they they had lots of cool like you know punk bands would play there and stuff. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, and also, I mean, bands came from there, you know. Uh, no means no. DOA. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Day blow. Day glow abortion. Oh yeah. A lot of cats. Very early on. Uh, we're at cool the end of the first hour. We got to hold on, Tim, for the next hour. I know you got a lot to share with us. But uh, March 14, 2018, Dishwalk Pedro Show. Special guest Tim Clapp from Vancouver. Brother Matt. Let's hold tight for hour two. March 14, 2018. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro Show. <laughs>
Watch for Pedro Show. Look, people. <laughs> I said the first song of the last batch, and then we got caught up in Tim's, uh, you know, journey through music story, and <laughs> I never said the rest of the tune, so that was <laughs> fucked up. So, but we had Alice Bag with uh, Sekre Yovin, uh, My Tear demo from uh, Vasco, Atanasowski, who was on the show last month. Hopefully he's having a good time on that tour. That was a weird little tone. Yeah. Oh, I think your scat did it. Oh, like somebody yeah. just bought a dildo. Uh, <laughs> Dalesh from Belgrado. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stanislav Zavich got into this trip where, wow, these guys aren't from uh, Croatia or, or Balkans, but they, they, they named their name this. Like Belgrado, it's a fucking Spain band, but they got a Polish singer. And I told him, cool out, man. People want to. Hey, it's better. I played with a band. I think it was the drummer from Jawbreaker. His new band's called California. You want to talk about a terrible name? So, okay, Belgrado. And then uh, Let Three from Luna Sinquina, uh, Vukovar, uh, Croatia, Tamarai, Dalmatia, uh, with uh, Once More for the Puritan. It's like from up in England. <laughs> so what? Let call it Vukovar. It's far northeast Vukovar. <laughs> Northwest Vukovar, I'm sorry. <laughs> then Chris Kroger out of Austin with Guessing Game. Dinosaur Jr., brand new. Hold Unknown. Uh, I wonder what he means by hold. Because on a boat... Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if Jay's been on a boat. He's West Mass. Mm. Yeah. Gloucester. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and finally, uh, uh, I Should Read in Bed, I Watch GG Instead by Faceache. And that's from uh, Kingfisher Blues. <laughs> yeah, what I learned from GG is bring your own microphone. <laughs> Especially if you're going on after. <laughs> I think I think this one is uh, Gilmore Girls, not Gigi Allen. Oh. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we start off the second hour with some good uh, Kingfisher Blue stuff. Uh, Donna playing with your ad here. Then someone on the other side of Canada, uh, like I think it's by Hull. What's 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 one side is Hull. Oh, the the capital, the federal capital is Ottawa, right? Ottawa. Yeah, so these cats, uh, the first uh, Quebec gig uh, Minutemen did was Hull. It was right across oh. the water. Yeah, it's, it's Hull and Ottawa are kind of joined together, but they got there's water, so they're different provinces or something. And that was with a band called Porcelain Forehead. <laughs> drunk Engine. There was two bands. And the Drunk Engine was drunk, and uh, but no native people, no First Nation people, but they, they had the drunks. And then Porcelain Forehead was tripping... On L. Uh. So, yeah, <laughs> it was a great gig. And uh, then we, yeah, my dog Popper, too. Uh. Do you remember these guys? This is like Montreal punk. This guy, no, they had punk. red styrofoam uh, mohawks. And I remember the big tune was I lost my job to a guy named Gino. <laughs> that's, that's almost like maybe anti-French Canadian this is long long time ago <laughs> and it was also satire yeah okay the guy was very cool actually he was in a what, the Montreal uh, University buildings the the my uh, the, 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 uh then we heard uh, Bowery Dirge from Kings of Lower Town that's where those cats are from uh, a rough uh, mix of uh Brand new super session, Raymond Pettibone, Dirk Vandenberg, mm. Ray Farrell, and Ricky Spalda with B-I-B-L-E. Parcel Post with Centimeters, uh, which off from your label, Living Body, I recollect. Oh, that's a uh, good one. Polygonda Wonderland. Poly <laughs> All this shit's good. I love it, man. Your label has got some great fucking tunage. Deserted uh, Dunes, Welcome Weary Feet. 
And then Pete, uh, Brother Matt tells me you pronounce P E A N E S S. But it just means you, you added a lot of peas to your gravy, right? There's no, no filthy male organ. Yeah. Okay, I'm not your problem. And then finally, dad weed with heavy blankets. Nice. Which is funny because Jay Maskus was in a band called he- Heavy Blanky. He was playing uh, drums. So, yeah, right. tell me about how. How does a band get on Kingfisher Blues? I do a lot of records just for people that are friends of mine, people that I, that I, um, Is it maybe Vancouver guys? Is it like a, a hard, uh, Discord Records where you got to come from Vancouver? No, no, I do lots of stuff from people outside Vancouver, but most of the time it's people I know in person because I've met them on tour or something, okay. and, uh, and I've seen them play and I go, wow, I love this, I really want to, you know... Tim, Tim, are you aware, there's a label here in Pedro called Recess Records. Oh, yeah? Are you aware of them? Recess Records? Yeah, Toys That Kill, Todd Kahn. Oh, yeah, I got the Toys That Kill Because he does the same thing. He meets dudes on tour, he likes them, he puts out their records. <laughs> I like this yeah. idea. That's the way to do Actually, it. Actually, that's you know? a new alliance me and D. Boone did. <laughs> we ended up putting out the first Husker Du and Descendant records. And those are sick records. Oh, good. They still say sick these days, brother man. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Somebody I told me there's a new word called stonkin. That's the new word, stonkin. S-T-O-N-K-I-N. Stonkin. Yeah, but for me, it's like wearing baggy pants. It looks a little silly. Yeah. So do tight pants, especially around the ankle. You don't want those oh, on Oh, yeah, water. yeah, yeah. Three leg tight. Yeah. It's like warmers, right? Leotards. Dudes <laughs> <laughs> wearing them. Anyway. Enough of the fashion. So it's a personal connect. Absolutely, I, lo- I love um, I love going to see a band and, and then meeting them after and being like, "Whoa, these guys are actually cool, nice people." You know, I love like uh, Penis is a band that um, a friend of mine, uh, Emma Cooper, who I put on her record um, uh, Mammoth Penguins. Um, she sent me the Penis record and said, "Tim, you're gonna love these guys. They are seriously great people." And uh, and I ended up chatting with them on Skype for like two and a half hours, and I put out the record, and now every time I go to the UK, I play with them. Oh, they're they're, an English band? Okay. Yeah, they're from uh, Chester. Oh, I know Chester. Yeah, Chester's beautiful. Yeah, I got to play there once with uh, the Stooges, a festival there. It's really close to Liverpool. Oh, yeah, yeah. In fact, I got to learn, yeah, yeah, Chester. It's an old Roman word, Latin word for town. Uh-oh. That's why yeah. Manchester, Chester. Yeah, Westchester. Yeah, that's where it comes from. Yeah. They've There's got Roman little... ruins in Chester inside. That's right, that's right. Uh, also, Wales is right there. It's an interesting yeah, place. There's a lot of things right there. So what's the difference between a Chester and a Ville? Like... Ville is more French. Okay. There's a, there's a wall in Chester where they used to throw Welsh people off. <laughs> <laughs> They took me there. They were like, like this is the wa- the wall. We used to throw the well shop here. When Do they you know tried- the real word for their land? I learned it because I got to play Cardiff uh, yeah. last tour. Comrie. Oh, Comrie. Comrie, yeah, Comrie Wales. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they prefer that. And uh, they got the dragon. They got a fancy flag. But uh, John uh, Kale, you know, Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the cat from Go Team. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thomas, there's a lot of, uh, you know, everybody's from everywhere. But what I liked about uh, Chester was how it's close to a lot of different things right there. There's a lot of mix. Okay, so Penis, I got to check them out next time I'm in Chester. 
Absolutely. They are fantastic people and a great band as well. Because actually, the last few England tours I've been doing, I've been playing the smaller towns. I play the big ones too, but it's more like the U.S. and Canada where I'll play more. uh, Canada, the stretches are a little further. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's about 16 hours' drive from Vancouver to Calgary. End of April, I'm playing Edmonton, though. i got a couple gigs coming up. Oh, fantastic. You coming to Vancouver? No, nah, it's just flying in. Ah, uh, too of course, bad. Of course, I would go through Vancouver if I was driving. But this yeah. guy wants us to come up there and play. And uh, But first, he just wanted me. And I said, can I bring the missing man? He said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bass players. No, uh, Tim, bass players are kind of like glue. And yeah. you got nothing like, to stick to, you're kind of a puddle. <laughs> okay, so well, you don't want solo bass. <laughs> Have a band. Let me glue something together. But brother Matt, how are you looking for spin cyclist stuff? I think I'm ready to go. Here, here we go, Tim. You're going to get some spin cycle, Pedro. Cool. What went on? Take it on down, 
Chiffin.
Brother Matt, thank you so much for doing sure. what you just did to us. What made you want to do what you just did? I'll say uh, Joe Dean made Joe me Dean, do it. Joe stand. Dean made me do it because I was going to play some Joe Dean stuff here, titled Joe Dean stuff. Wow, from, I didn't when know. He, was here. And, uh, it, he had some jams with Joe Biza there yeah, for a while. Yeah, Is he, this with Joe Biza? I don't know. It wouldn't play. It was like it uh, technical difficulties. Okay. So we, he Out inspired the thing. You know where he lives? Over by the hospital? Kind of near me, but on 10th, uh-huh. just west of Leland. Martin Tambrovich. Oh, we should almost have, in the same bag, really man, close. We gotta have Joe Dean come back. It's been a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he can play like his music. <laughs> for but uh, yeah, that was truly bitching. Um, thanks so much. Uh, so you think? What? Uh, wait, you wanted to play, play Joe Dean music. You couldn't play Joe Dean music. So then I. So you had to Engage some kind of Bravo, some playing plan beage. Yeah, so we got the blues with a Z going. Right, blue with a Z. In honor of our guests. Yeah, yeah. Tim, this name Kingfisher Blues. You maybe there, that, Tim? Maybe that was that weird beep that we heard. Hello? Hey, oh, he's hey here. welcome back. Yeah, he's here. Uh, uh, Tim, this name Kingfisher Blues, where did it come from? Where did I come from? No, it's <laughs> named for your label. Oh. The uh, name of the label, I just basically, one of the earliest uh, lessons I had in business was, you know, if, you're, if you want to save yourself 300 bucks by copywriting a uh, name, just make something up that doesn't make any sense and no one will use it. Yeah, Kingfisher was a nickname we gave this uh, governor in Louisiana named Huey P. Long. <laughs> but it's an actual animal, it's a bird, I think, kind of a heron. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of birds. I like uh, I like watching birds, and I, I like uh, I like kingfishers, and I just thought, oh, does Vancouver have kingfishers? I don't know if we do. I don't think we do. I I like British birds a lot. I'm a big Anglophile, and um, well, they got, got them in, they got them in Louisiana for sure. Oh, for real? Yeah. Is that the same thing as like a kookaburra in Australia? They got kookaburras. That's like a kingfisher, I think. Yeah, yeah, but you know the Australian stuff's always a little different, right? It's its own thing. I think that's the home of the lorikeet and the parakeet. I mean, a lot of a lot of stuff in Australia. I've been there four times, and a lot of their life is pretty much singular to them, or a kind of variation. It's a really interesting place. But you know, birds fly, so they probably they got this one thing called the. Some kind of mud hen that from yeah. Phillip Island by Melbourne that flies all the way fucking to Canada. Wow. Over open, right when it's born, open Pacific Ocean. Man. Wow. I think it's got a little needle in its head, a piece of metal. It knows the North Pole. These motherfuckers, there's no landmarks. Wow. What about those fucking hummingbirds that fucking fly to Mexico? Yeah, yeah man. Their fucking <laughs> hearts are beating like 10 billion. <laughs> they like drink a bunch of nectar, I get uh. twice as fat, and then fucking. Bust out of Mexico. Look, we're at the end of the second hour. Wild Pedro Show, special guest Tim Clapp, Vancouver Brother Matt. Let's hold tight for hour three. March 14, 2018. It's the third hour of the Wild for Pedro Show.
They came to me in late July under midnight skies, terrified. Metallic skin and dead dark stares under lidless eyes. I was paralyzed. They told me for fact they were coming back. Not to get too comfortable in our animal skin.
To live is to drive. To have it function smooth, flawless, to rise with morning and have it start. I pray to the mechanic for heat again and air conditioning. When I meet people I used to know, I'm glad to see them until I remember what I'm driving and I'm afraid they'll go outside and see me climb into that struggle buggy and laugh. I've become very proficient at keeping my car running. I visit service stations and repair shops, which is why I haven't a coat to wear or nice clothes or enough money each month to pay the rent. I don't like my car to be dirty. I spend Saturday morning scrubbing it down. I've promised it a new bumper and a paint job. Luckily, this year, I was able to afford registration. I dream that my car is transformed into a stylish convertible. I'm riding along happily beneath sunglasses. The desert wind kissing my face, my man beside me. We smile, we are very beautiful. Sometimes the dreams become nightmares. I'm careening into an intersection. The kids in the back seat scream, Mama! I mash down on the brake. It goes to the floor. I have frequent fantasies about running over people I don't like with my car. My car is an absolute necessity in this city of cars where you come to know people best by how they maneuver on the freeway, make lane changes, or handle off-ramps. I've promised myself I will one day own a luxury model. It'll be something I can leave to my children. Till then, I'm on spark plugs and lug nuts, keeping the one I have mobile. I live for it. Can't let go of it. What to live is to try.
Well, for Peter's show, we started the third hour off. Well, no, you just heard Mians with catastrophic converter. Mians. That's actually uh, mittens. It's mittens pronounced with an English accent. <laughs> I can't get away. All right. <laughs> then we had a lady from Watts. I know this is our accent. Her name was Wanda Coleman in my car. She's a great poet. I got to meet her. She made a couple of spoken word records for Harvey Kuhnick. And before that was Chinese herbal medicine, uh, animal skin. I think they're out of, uh, where are they? Portland, Maine? Or maybe the valley. <laughs> and then David Gerard and Thomas Jack- Jackson Park, solar flares. I know they're out of uh, Massachusetts, Boston area. And then we started off the third hour with uh, Lamia by the island. I want to ask you this. This guy, Steve Howe. Yeah. Right? He's a, a Quebecer? He's from, uh, yeah, he's from Quebec. And uh, so what's the connection? Because you know I made a whole album with this guy. And never you know had him. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, then got he finally to... came to a gig because you know he he's very shy. He told me he can't eat in front of, in public. Yeah, he's he seems very shy. So how did you meet him? What's the connection? I didn't, I've never met him. I um, well, we put... don't even know if he's real. But he um, <laughs> he uh, he sent me an email that said, you know, I'm actually aware of the island because uh, I got a like a flexi seven inch the the you did on uh, Scotch tape. That's right. Yeah, so I've got that. Where was that? Like Saskatoon or? They were from. Regina? Something? Edmonton? Okay. Yeah, I heard that. Somewhere, somewhere in the prairie, I know. Yeah, the guy from Scotch Tapes, he got like knocked on the head. He was like a commercial fisherman and he like can't look at a computer screen anymore or he like has a seizure so he doesn't do the label anymore. That's right. I heard about that. Terrible. So, 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 uh, so you got this uh, big... unsolicited email from Steve Howe. And yeah, people were and not I'm talking a, about I'm the a... guy who plays uh, guitar in the band. Yes, yeah, talking about the not... Quebecer Steve Howe. Yeah, and I um, and I went, oh, cool, you know, uh, this sounds good. I'm aware of this, and I'm a fan of Mike Watt, you know. So I thought I'll check it out, and I listened to it. And I was like, this is sick. I'm gonna do. It. I'll do a record <laughs> of it. Now you know this was one of the first days when I was starting to trade files with people, use some of the advantages of the internet, which means you don't have to be in the same room to make records with people anymore. Yeah. In fact, you don't ever have to meet them. But he did come to a gig in 2000, hmm, let me think, maybe 2012 or 13. He came in and met me. Uh, I was playing, I think, uh, God, I can't remember. Maybe it was uh, Ottawa. And uh, which I hadn't played since the Porcelain Forehead gig. <laughs> Uh-huh. And uh, it was, yeah, he was a shy guy. He came up there, just said a couple words. And I think I shit myself before the gig. I ate some lame ass meatball sandwich from, uh, maybe I should discuss this, from Subway. And it was, well, we, oh, call, we call that short stay, you know. And what happened, yeah. there was a, a pole I had to climb up to get on the stage when I heaved home. You know, roll the dice. <laughs> yeah. You pay the price. <laughs> anyway, that's interesting how it was just out of there like that. But th- this next band is called The Gins. Oh, yeah, they're great. The short for pigeons. I was going to say, because in Japanese, jin means a person. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Well, actually, I originally got in touch with them because they're from Vancouver, and they wrote to me, and I thought, oh, maybe they're Asian. You know, I'm half Chinese, so I thought, any chance I get to work with Asian band, I'll be excited. And then uh, and then they were like, no, no, we're all white. Like, it's short for pigeons. We used to be called the pigeons, and we changed our name. But, but, but Vancouver does have a big Asian community, right? 
Yeah, and there's a lot of pigeons, too. Okay. <laughs> Probably yeah, bigger yeah. community. <laughs> well, maybe there's they're in competition. No, yeah. I just remember the Chinatown there. Uh, pretty big, because I'd walk around between gigs and stuff. Yeah, I think Vancouver is about 30% Asian. Um, I Yeah, I'm from, I mean, like, my grandparents were born here. So, like, I'm, like, what, I guess, third-generation Canadian. So I don't have a lot of, like, roots to my Chinese heritage, but I'd love to know more about it, you know? Have you been there? I've never been. I only... I went I last year for the first time. It was a trip. I, I recommend it. Because, I would love you to know go. what? You know why? No one can explain it. you got to have first-hand experience. Mm-hmm. That, that's my opinion. Okay, let's listen to the gins. Well, I'm so ill 
בגלגול הקודם הייתי סמוראי שהתאבד, כי שכב עם אחת מנשותיו של האדון, ולמרות שערף עשרות ראשי אויב, לא יכול היה לשאת את הבושה, וביקש רשות לבצע סיפוק, וגם קיבל וריטש את בטנו לעיני כולם, משמאל לימין, בחרב כסופה ארוכה נהדרת. בגלגול הזה אני מילואימניק מפוחד שמסתתר מאחורי הבית ומקווה שאף אחד לא רואה אותו.
from Pedro Show, the last music, The Gins with Real Food. We had Jeff Parker after that, Slight Freedom, had him on the show last week. Incredible guitar man. Farther South from Tel Aviv in a past life. Roosterhead from Long Beach here, apocalyptic. No, they moved to Inglewood. Uh-huh. I asked these guys, you don't live in Strong Beach here? No, 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 we moved to Inglewood. Inglewood is they a said, new town now. <laughs> <laughs> he said to them, you're the first dudes I know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, I used to live in Inglewood. <laughs> on Manchester. Right, right when you Inglewood, were going to uh, Loyola, right? Yeah, yeah. In, in Westchester, Coco. right? Man, yeah. They call yeah. it yeah. Inglewood, Westchester. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Zero Dent from uh, Perth, Australia, with uh, Reason. And I took your name, uh, Dutch guys, uh, Groningen, with White Wall. And finally, Pit, Peach Pit from Being So Nur- Normal. Uh, First, I was scared of that word "normal," but what, 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 what the peach pit is that? Like, yeah, a place where you pit. slam, or oh, it's from uh, I think nine oh two one oh, like the bar that they hang out at, or whatever. It's called the peach pit. That's almost like our zip codes. Here, peach yeah. was nine oh seven three one. Yeah. Or what's it? Is it Saved by the Bell? Maybe it's Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. They hang out at the peach pit. I think that's it. What's Saved by the Bell? It's like a TV show. TV show from the 90s. Oh, TV show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little ignorant, sorry. But those guys, but Peach Pit, <laughs> they just, uh, they're at South by right now, but they just got back from Asia. They they were on a European tour. Well, I noticed got, you have a lot of releases by them. I know, right? Yeah, they're, uh, they're my like biggest selling band right now. They're, they're my friends from Vancouver, and I'm super happy for them. They're basically blowing up right now. Okay, and they're on Austin, because uh, right now it's South by Southwest. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's where they are right now. Yeah, I was there two years ago. Uh, How you find I, it? Well, I, I've done like 10 or 11 of them, and never on purpose. It's <laughs> <laughs> always to help somebody else. Uh, man, you know I love music, and you know I love good people, but man, there's something about it that's kind of too much. Yeah, but, I've never been, I, I don't really feel a need to do it. Yeah. Some people think it's the magic place, like everything's going to happen. All you have to go is there. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. One life's made of many gigs. Don't worry about just one. If you miss one gig, maybe there's one down the road. So Yeah. And, uh, but a lot of the times, that's why I did it. These guys, oh, it's just incredibly necessary. You have to, okay, I'll do it with you. Okay, so that, that was our, Okay, uh, plans, future plans. You must have a lot of irons in the fire right now, Tim. Yeah, absolutely. I got a lot of cool stuff coming out soon. Um, I got a guy from Glasgow called Robert Sotelo. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm hyped on that. I got a, a record for a guy called David Ivan Neal coming out. I'm really hyped on that. Um, gosh, there's there's so much cool stuff that I got that I'm Tim working on. Mew? I got a new Tim the Mew record coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bridal pe- Party from Vancouver. people want to see you? Uh, see you. People want to hear your stuff. They go to uh, Kingfisher Blues. That's K I N G F I S H E R dot blues b l e u z dot bandcamp dot com. Yeah, it's Kingfisher Blues dot bandcamp dot com. Yeah, blues with oh, a Z. Kingfisher of... Blues is one word. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and check out the stuff there, people. And you can listen. And man, it is fucking happening. I'm yeah, I've got like really, a, uh, uh, I'm really stoked about. Uh, I'm having a stonking time. Uh, <laughs> a, a cat now in 2018, kind of the same vibe as me and D Boone back in, you know, when we were starting our new Alliance records. And, uh, yeah. yeah, the same kind of. I remember D Boone saying, "You know what? We got to put out the records nobody else will." 
And that's what I'm doing. I, I appreciate that, you know. Hey, you send me your address, Mike. I'll send you a box of records, pal. I'd be bitching because uh, we'd love to play them on the show. I want to play more and more stuff from there. I'm uh, very uh, grateful for Steve Howe. Uh, that collaboration from years ago is now uh, turned into this. And Absolutely. I, I try to tell people, they ask me about the old days, different from the new days. I said the old days was about people. Yeah. Well, the new days is about people, too. <laughs> <laughs> so in a lot of ways, it ain't different. Some of the technology is different. But when you get down to it, it's about people. People with new toys. People with new toys. <laughs> yeah. And uh, ways to express himself. And uh, fuck it up doing it. Having to, to try again. Yeah. You know, they're all, uh, I'm going to call the next Second Man record, pick it up, put it over there. Because that's my metaphor for the whole trip. I mean, they're longshoremen, so it's pretty obvious. But <laughs> you know, that's all we're doing. Even when, you, 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 right, I get a, a bottle of a, a bubble water. Yeah. I take that bill out of my billfold and put it over there. And I take that bottle, pick it up, and I put it over here. <laughs> so anyway, it's been real honor to have you aboard, Tim. Keep on uh, keeping it on, please, brother. Brother Matt always... Fucking righteous aid and abetting. Essential. Uh, next week, cool. see you again. Very cool. Uh, people, it's been the March 14th, 2018 edition of the Watt Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs> <laughs>